Whether it's financial security, a free vacation home, time for traveling, more quality time with the family, or even early retirement, whatever you choose to do with the income and benefits that come with successfully investing in short-term rentals, you know that it's certainly life-changing. This podcast will help guide and support you on your journey to five-star STR success. Welcome to Five Star STR Success, everybody. Thank you, Mike Denman. You are awesome. Thank you for showing up here on a beautiful day, a beautiful morning in Colorado. So where are you yeah. today, if you don't mind me asking? I know you're in Colorado, uh, but you're where? So I'm in Arvada, Colorado. It's a little tiny town in a little northwest of Denver. Uh, ultimately, it's uh, kind of like a nice little place that hasn't fully been gentrified yet. Mm -hmm. Decent real estate prices. We started investing in this area, uh, doing the whole like, I'm going to be in a primary residence for a little while. Then I'm going to move and I'm going to buy another primary residence. I'm a house hack. So we started doing this in this area and we had uh, three different houses before we got into the short-term rental game. We ended up keeping the one that we're in right now. And then we... Whoops. Got it. Recording in progress. <laughs> Record. Hey, now we're recording. <laughs> That's cool. Fires. Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, but like, you know, uh, so ultimately we, we ended up liking this area. It's really close to Denver. It's like 20, 30 minutes from Denver, 20, 30 minutes from Boulder. You can get to a lot of different places. The mountains are super close. We can go hiking and all that kind of stuff. So it's good for the family. It's a good little neighborhood, uh, really well established, lots of trees, lots of cool little, uh, you know, communities, no HOA, which is super fun. So we're all about that kind of thing. Um, yeah. but yeah, you know, Denver's, uh, where I grew up and I was raised and yeah. I spent some time on the West coast in Seattle, but then came back and, uh, started my business in like 2015 Actually, I'm on like the third business I've run. And ultimately with this whole short-term rental thing, it's been like a, doing a lot more gangbusters than I expected because ultimately my real estate advertising experience and also my video game marketing experience kind of lend into like creating content and developing things for ad campaigns. That when we started investing in short-term rentals, like last December and closed on things, we actually bought two properties in January closed, started launching in February. And uh, my partner, Patricia, she was like, oh my gosh, we're not getting bookings. How do we do this? And I was like, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I'll just run some ads. And she's like, don't tell me it's cool. We have mortgages to pay. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? And so uh, I was like, well, just give me like a hundred bucks in 10 days and we'll see what we can actually do with this. And so I started running ads. And then I started talking to people. I was like, man, there's, there's so many people out there, especially hosts who are investors that they've never done this kind of stuff before. They've never done advertising at this level. And I saw how many people were struggling and having issues. So I was like, let's just start talking about it. Right. And I started teaching people how to do it and started kind of like, you know, working through it. It took me like five hours to actually really teach someone how to walk through how to do it. And I was like, man, this is like a lot of time expenditure. Right. So then I was like, I'm just going to like make a YouTube video and write a bunch of stuff. Right. And then so I put it all together. You've got a YouTube video out. You've got yeah. a YouTube channel. Great, man. Yeah, well, we need yeah. to learn more about this. 
So well, yeah. not, to, not to cut you off. So video, uh, video game marketing, uh, you're doing all this cool stuff. How did you get into short-term rentals real quick? If you can tell that backstory and how many do yeah. you have? So we have two short-term rentals and mm-hmm. uh, ultimately we 1031 exchanged some properties that we had as our primary residences here in Colorado that were like cash flowing like $300, $400 maybe out of the two of them. Right. And so it was just like the, the appreciation game was there and we had a lot of uh, good appreciation, able to really kind of capitalize on that, move a large chunk of money without having to like, you know, have the tax expenditure and we're able to find some properties actually. Patricia, my partner, she's a killer at finding properties. So ultimately when she's like looking around, she found this great place in Crystal Beach, Texas. She went through uh, Avery Carl's uh, short-term shop and basically like rocked it with uh, learning from everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I joined in and did the whole like, you know, management Mondays of Luke Carl and you know, learned <laughs> so much from those guys. I was like, this yeah. is like crazy. This is a whole business. And so the process of getting into it is like pretty interesting at first. And I was not necessarily too involved because I'm running like, you know, video game marketing company and I do real estate. It's like a funsy kind of thing. So ultimately for like a lot of realtors that I really like locally here in Colorado, I'm like, you guys are amazing. Let's do this. And I help them with ads consulting wise. And so then when we started doing the whole short-term rental game and it was like, uh, well, how do you get bookings? And how do you get the things? And I'm like, well, I've, I've run an SEO agency for a few years and I help make a lot of different digital marketing things happen for a lot of different small companies and big companies. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of time at Warner Brothers. I did like Lord of the Rings video games and like Batman games and things of that nature. Uh, and so like I had like this large how to do things on really huge scales with big budgets. But at the same time, it's like it's all the nuts and bolts you need. And you just have a little bit of cash. Ultimately, I think uh, I spent like the cost of a cleaning a month in advertising spends. And I'm able to bring in enough viewers and listing wide people able to see it. They add me to their wish lists. They book, they inquire. Uh, we booked out pretty successfully. And like the first property that we went live with was mm-hmm. like February was uh, really decent for the first part of the chunk. And then the first three bookings of the 20% through Airbnb, like kind of like died out a little bit and we didn't have anything really showing up. And then when the uh, the Airbnb algorithm changed, like in May, uh, the summer release, uh, we couldn't find our property anywhere. Like I couldn't, I couldn't find it on search. I couldn't find it on any of the parameters on the map. It was like devastating. So I was like, well, let me just really crank up my ads. And I, by doing that, I was able to bump every one of my ranks and like both in Google as well as Airbnb to the top. It was just like, I'm dumping a lot of people onto this. And so like hundreds of thousands of people have seen my property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's it's really it's a law of averages. And so, like, if you right. put a lot of people in front of something, usually about like ten percent, maybe will end up clicking on it, and then out of that, maybe one to two percent will end up buying or booking or wishlisting or sharing with their friends and family or discussing it. And so, like, there's a lot of activity from it. And it's funny, where I've gotten it to where I can like just turn them off, and I don't get bookings or inquiries, <laughs> and then I turn them back on, and I start getting bookings and inquiries. And so, like, people are like, "How do you get ROI out of this stuff?" I'm like, honestly, it costs me like three hundred bucks a month. It's one of those things that when I just turn it on, I'm getting things, it's filling up my calendar. I feel really solid about it. And we have bookings out like right now to like Christmas. And we have all these little kind of like people asking like, can we book next summer? I'm like, it's only open six months at a time so we can handle this. And we don't really want to bring it that wide open. But yeah, it's it's been a really wild ride. Um, But I found like, you know, it's, it's been helpful sharing this kind of stuff with people because it's like, I'm a digital marketer. I've had success in the real estate side of things with advertising, specifically through Facebook. And a lot of people haven't done that yet and they haven't really figured it out. But I've, I've gone through like 
having my ad accounts rejected and shut down and all these things. And I'm, uh, I'm really good at getting my appeals won. Like my dad, he was a judge. And so I'm like, I'm very, very specific about how I put evidence down and how I've gone through the policies and every little thing that I've gone through. It's ultimately like, well, I see that you have turned me off right now, but here's these reasons why you shouldn't have turned me off. And <laughs> I like talk to Facebook like every week. Right now. It's like, yeah. a, it's a weird thing. Like they keep calling me and I keep talking to them because I'm spending a lot of money and now I'm right. running a lot of people's ad accounts. And ultimately I'm, I'm using my ad experience and ad benefits to a lot of people. And even like the people in Crystal Beach, I'm helping out. It's like, I can actually tack all of the people who've ever touched my ads and I can proliferate those out to people who I'm running ads for. So it's like, hey, do you want to be a part of this bucket of pool of people I've already touched who were interested in Crystal Beach? And I know by a bell curve, statistically, there's going to be people who are going to want my property or there's going to be people who can't even afford my property. And then they're going to want to go for other ones. So like, I've got a beachfront like sometimes it's like, you know, $500 a night to $1,000 a night on a property. And it's like, you know, sometimes it works out where the people like land on it. They're like, yeah, this is good. Uh, I'm also able to charge more per night with my ads because people are coming outside of the Airbnb environment. Right. They're just landing on my property. They see it and they're like, okay, yes or no. And then if it's a no, then they look around and they actually book like my neighbors. And so I'm like, okay, I'm having a direct and an indirect benefit to the community. And all of these like little kind of pieces of the puzzle. So it's like, you know, I really like helping a lot of people with this stuff. And I right. like sharing in the wealth. And it's like, I know that there's so much to go around. Like we're not in competition. We're all in the same boat. So like, as we can help each other, I'm like, I'm all for that stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, that's why we're here. Um, that's why we are here. We're helping people try to do better. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> I used to have an online um, coffee company. I, I'm mm. in a you know, really good, high quality, like just beans, been to plantations and wow, and, and uh, um, Guatemala and things like that. So a buddy of mine, we started a coffee company a few years ago, uh, Curated Cup on uh, curatedcup.com. It completely failed. Uh, we put a good bit of money into online marketing. We had some of the best beans, some of the best roast. Uh, we had a really good roaster um, um, roasting all this stuff for us, packaged it up and we put Different ads together, did some A-B splitting, uh, testing, split testing, and I was in control of it. I did that back before I got really, really busy with flipping and stuff. And I don't know, maybe it was a product at the time. Maybe maybe coffee wasn't you know, big back then, but I, I feel like it's always been a big thing. But I did a lot of marketing uh, with Facebook ads, and I blew through $10,000 quick. I mean, why is there a mystery uh, on how to do Facebook marketing, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads, and do it the right way? Because somebody like me that's tried it before, I have not got any traction. And then let me, let me tell you one other story to piggyback on that. Yeah. And then I'll let you go. but uh, yeah. Or not go, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've had it. Yeah. Don't, don't leave us. <laughs> but... Um, I for my Southern Charm vacay. So I've done the uh, you know, in other Facebook groups, they say do a dollar a day kind of thing. And you know, they'll send it to the the Facebook page and or the uh the Airbnb link. I haven't seen any traction with that crap either. So we haven't done it in a few months. And you know, you and I have been talking. I'm not, you know, I'm gonna have you kind of help work with me and happy to pay you. But why is there somebody like me that just can't figure this stuff out? But somebody like you, obviously you got training. I know, I know that, but uh, how can you figure this out? But most of us simpletons can't. Uh, you know, honestly, I am completely 100% self-taught with this stuff. So okay. I have gone through trial and error. And ultimately, what I've done is 
like I've even spoken at Facebook's headquarters, like in 2015 and had like, you know, a very good relationship with how to reach some of the people who are very uh, good at this stuff. And so I've asked a lot of questions, of a lot of very smart people, far smarter than I am about really like ad science. And uh, someone like the other day called me an ad scientist. I was like, that's hilarious. Because yeah, I, I do a lot of things that are ultimately a science-based thing. I spaghetti test a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, when I first started running ads for short-term rentals, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do like $10 a day because I know that I've got $100 and I want to spend it over 10 days. And boom, that's how it breaks down. I know that how Facebook actually runs with its algorithm, it has a four-day ramp-up period. So like from the first day that you actually ramp it to the fourth day, it's machine learning. And so its mm-hmm. algorithm is trying to figure out what you're doing. I throw like a bunch of images, a bunch of text messages, a bunch of like different little elements of the ad to, to then test and do like market research. And right. so over the course of time, Facebook is delivering these things in a different kind of like modular format to identify what things are really well established and what things are going to be clicked on. And it then boosts whatever things are really being clicked on. And it has like a, it forms what is the perfect text image combination for your ads on the pricing thing. That's, that's actually a, a very important thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, I talk to Facebook like every week and I've been talking to them at least monthly for a while. And one of the things is there's a minimum that Facebook really requires for you to actually be able to participate in an advertising environment. So right. like when you're buying ads and say you're doing like a hundred dollars for 10 days, what I'm doing is I'm spending essentially $300 a month and Facebook sees that algorithm is saying $10 a day, $10 a day, $10 mm-hmm. a day. And it's able to have an arc that goes up. If it's $1 a day, Facebook's like, you're not paying enough money for it to actually be shown to people. So maybe someone will see it like at three in the morning, but they're not the, the top dollar people that are actually up during like business hours and clicking on things and actually engage with it. And actually Facebook recommends at a minimum, at a bare minimum, you do $200 a month, which is like $8 a day. Right. If you don't do that, Facebook's own algorithm will not prefer your ads. And so your traction list ads at $1 a day, it's just throwing money into Facebook. You're not really getting anything out of it, except you get a little trickle here and there. But again, it's like low interaction people. It's low effect. It's low intention people. And so when I do $10 a day, and even when I've done like 15 or whatever, it's all about reach. So the more you spend, the more people actually get shown your ads and that kind of thing really daisy chains to showing it to more people, the law of averages, you then get people booking and doing the things, but you have to show it to enough people. And according to Facebook, like with your coffee beans thing, right? So you don't have to like have a conversion campaign and a conversion campaign is like at minimum 1250 bucks a month you have to spend. And so it's like $45 a day is the sweet spot. If you're not spending $45 a day on a conversion, like a purchase campaign, you're not going to be preferred by Facebook's algorithm. And so that's like at the core level of all of this stuff. It's like, how much money are other people paying for it? It's an auction-based system. And so like when you have your coffee company, but then Starbucks is actually like, oh, I'm going to outspend Brandon's coffee company like crazy. And they're able to have their ads put in everyone's feed where your ads show up in someone's feed that's like, you know, not not really that interested. And maybe it's like 11 o'clock at night and they're like, I don't want coffee right now. That's not what I'm looking for. And so it's like, you have to manipulate when your ads are coming out. All of these different things are are, are factors to that. But actually it's like anyone who's spending three to anything less than $5 or $6 or even $8 a day, anything less, you're not going to see results that you'd want to see. If you do that like $9 a day, that's that sweet spot. 
And I tried it out with short-term rentals too. I did $5 a day for like a whole two weeks. I got nothing. I was like, this is terrible. Right. And this is before I started really diving into like what the actual dollar amount was that we would need to have yeah. in order for it to be successful. And so like, if I have like a, I had a few people that like no traction whatsoever, they're not getting any bookings and it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of different factors. Sometimes if people land on your page and you have like a minimum night stay of six nights or something like that, and people are like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. You don't really know why they're not booking. You don't really know that stuff is happening because it's like, whatever the variable is, they're not really feedbacking you. They're not saying, hey, I'm not booking because of this. You just see on the Airbnb or statistics where your wish list numbers go down, but your, your view count goes up. And actually, like this is something I've been tracking with a with a guy that I've been helping for like months. It's like I charged him for a little while. I was like, dude, I feel terrible charging for this. Like, let's not, and let's try some stuff and practice with this because it's all still relatively new. But luckily, I've I've got a thing dialed in to where like ninety five percent of the ads I run, like they're getting people, they're getting bookings, they're getting inquiries, they're getting enough people coming to their listing that their list like their wish lists are growing. Right. I found that when I do direct booking sites, it's actually less effective than just having an Airbnb link. And I find that like people that have an Airbnb link that's a custom, like where they name their property, uh, if that shows up in the ad, it's so much better than if they just copy that URL from their Airbnb, which is like a bunch of text and numbers that have like no kind of like sensible to it. People don't trust clicking on those as much. So like there's all these like little weird nuances that I've found just running some of the ads. But yeah, I've done e-commerce. I've done all sorts of different advertising through Facebook. And like, I think that the hardest game, the hardest game in general is when you have a product you want to buy uh, mm-hmm. because you're not selling it at a, uh, you're not bidding for like the high enough rate for Facebook to trust and take you seriously as a company. But again, there's all these other companies who are paying Facebook to be able to advertise to people. And they only have a limited amount of, we call it real estate actually. So like on your feed, when you're scrolling through, it's real estate. So it's basically the social real estate that you're taking up. And people are like, well, how do you stop the scroll and all that stuff? And I'm like, well, I don't know, make something cool. Usually it's video because like my background is in film. I literally went to film school. I've, I've worked on like MTV movies and all this stuff. And it's like, well, video has been something I was trying to champion for a long time. But at the end of the day, it's like video is not done really what it should for this product. Short term right. rentals, like the most effective image I've ever had on any of the actual ads I'm running is like the exterior photos of the house. Like if it's an aerial shot, it does even better. If it's the front of the house, great. If it's the right. back of the house and you're looking out towards like a vista, like of the mountains, like in the Smokies or like a beach wherever, like in Georgia or Crystal Beach, that's what people click on. It's, it's really weird. But I mean, like I find it's like bizarre. Like sometimes I'll use the ads and I'll say, okay, I'm going to test 10 different images at a time and I'll wow. see which images get most clicks. And oftentimes I'm really surprised because one time, like the gentleman's like his four bunk bedroom that was like uh, for the kids was the most clicked on photo ever. I was like, well, it looks like a lot of families want to book at your place, man. That's what you want to do. So you tailor all of your ads to being family friendly. And then all of the people like booking and clicking on my Crystal Beach place, one of my worst photos that has like my trash cans in it. And then the house, which is on stilts and everything like that. It's not even looking at the beach or anything. That's like the most gangbusters photo. I'm like, this is ridiculous. That's weird. (laughs) But you find interesting stuff with it. And ultimately you can see which things work. And then you put those implement those onto your Airbnb listing so that way when people click on it, they then see what they clicked on and they are like, oh, look, I'm at the exact place where I clicked. I wanted to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's lots of little fun things that I've learned throughout this whole process. It's uh, it's weird, but it's still evolving and growing. I'm still learning right. things every day. I test everything. I just test, test, test. Okay. Always be testing. Is it is it better for 
someone like me, and I'm sure there's a lot of someone's like me in this Facebook group, I just don't have a passion for online um, advertising. I don't like yeah. it. And for me to try to go into the back end of Facebook, hell, I couldn't even get this, the original live to work <laughs> right. Um, right. Yes, we had to right. go through Zoom again. I really want to get away <laughs> yeah. from Zoom. But I'm just not technical oriented with the digital stuff like that. Uh, would it be better for somebody like me to hire somebody like you and or an online agency to do this? And uh, what is, if, if so, what is a fair price uh, for marketing? Because uh, I've, sure. I've, I've actually looked into it and they're all across the board. Some people want yeah. five, $6,000. Somebody wants like $400, $200. I'm like, how do I know who's good, who's not? And I'm, just, I'm so confused. Yeah, it, it's confusing. And I, I've run three digital marketing agencies. And so like, I definitely understand like the concept between like pricing value and all those little pieces. Usually I charge people like $150 an hour to do like even consulting services with me. But then when I started doing short-term rentals, I was like, I, I can't charge these people the normal rates I do. It takes me like five to 10 hours mm -hmm. to build an ad campaign. And I'm like, this is like a huge expenditure. It'd be like 1500 bucks for people. And so I've been spending $300 a month just on my ads. And then I usually tell people, like, if you want to hire me, like, yeah, plan on spending like $20 a day. So it's 600 bucks a month. And okay. essentially half of that would go to Facebook at the end of the month or incrementally over the course of the month. And then half of that would go to me at the beginning of the month. So it'd be like, lock me in. And then what I'll do is I'll iterate on it. And it's like, yeah, it's more time. It's not necessarily a lot of money for, for the time it spends on me. But like, uh, this has been my side hustle, essentially. And like, I mean, like I, I do like video game trailers and marketing campaigns and strategies for like giant games that are tied within movies and stuff. So like I've worked with Peter Jackson and lit like literally Lord of the Rings stuff. So it's like, there's, there's crazy stuff that I do. That I'm like, I couldn't charge these fellow hosts because when I started doing this, I was like, man, people are getting ripped off when they go with these marketing agencies. Cause yeah, it's like, I, I know that game and they're like, usually these, automated systems and these people that don't really iterate on things. And I'm like, I'm such a megalomaniac though. Like I want to be involved on every little part of it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch the ads. I'm going to like treat them like my own ads. I don't have the most amount of time in the world, but like I've started actually hiring people so I could teach them how to do this stuff and have them help out with things. Cause I'm just getting a lot of people are interested in me helping out. So I'm like, this is cool. And it's a blessing. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel if people pay me like $300 a month for like a property, uh, if I'm doing like more properties, it's really helpful. If I do like only one property, I'm like, okay, maybe like three fifty a month for me. And then you pay $300 to Facebook. And so it's like six fifty out the gate. And then that whole thing, I'm like, well, really, if I'm thinking about it, like as a short-term rental host myself, I'm like, I, I spend like $200 on a, like a cleaning. And yeah. if I'm like, you know, spending like three or four cleanings a month worth of getting more bookings that cause me more cleanings. Anyways, it's a cost of doing business. Yeah. Usually for any kind of marketing budget, you want to say like 30% of your actual budget is what you should spend towards advertising marketing. That's kind of like a, a industry standard for things. Some people will say 10% and it's like, yeah, you can do that kind of stuff and it works. So really, I'm not really sure what people's properties are, or how much they actually earn monthly. Like, But I wouldn't want to spend what I'm earning monthly and take 30% of that. Like in my Crystal Beach place, like in June, I like we like brought in $23,000. I don't want to say like 30% of that. I'm like, I did that with, $293. And I usually get like my first bookings after I spent like $2 and some change. And so ultimately, like I'm running ads, be like, what is the ROI of these things? I'm like, yes, I understand we're all business people. We're trying to think about the return of the ad spend and how that works. But really, it's a little bit no more nuanced with the short term stuff because I could mm -hmm. spend less than $10 and I could make six grand. 
And so that's like, that's been a really interesting kind of correlation for me. Like, this is bizarre, but like, let's do it. And so, yeah, I think fairness is like, you know, 20 bucks a day is what she, people should plan for. If they're playing, you know, $20 a day for property, they're going to have success on Facebook size. I've confirmed that with like countless Facebook advertising reps. If we're not spending more, if we're not spending at least $8 a day. We're not going to get shown in the amount of people with the locations and the times of people that matter to actually book stuff. The dollar a day thing doesn't work. <laughs> no, right. and I'm like, yeah. it's 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 throwing money into Facebook. It's working for some little bits of traction. And so the right. dollar a day does do a little bump, like right. an Airbnb rank. It does a little bump on some of the SEO. It does a little bump here. Some people might find it. Some people might add it to the wish list. It's statistical, but there is a lot of variance. So you might be able to have success getting some bookings from that kind of tactic, but it's not necessarily the people during the majority of when people's on Facebook. And so like, I think that that, that large amount of people like mm-hmm. Facebook, they won't come out and say it, but they value each person at a different dollar rate. So like right. based on how old you are, how much you click on things, if you're going to buy things through ads, like they put dollar amount values. Like when I done real estate lead gathering, it's like, I've spent $21 a person to do a lead on Facebook because of the fact that it's like with luxury houses where it's like million plus homes and you're trying to get people to even buy them, right? You have Mm -hmm. to get it to those people. And now with the exodus of a lot of the younger people from Facebook, people who are 25 and younger, they're like, they're on TikTok, they're on Snapchat. They're not really doing Facebook. They're on Instagram. I found paying Instagram directly and just doing Instagram only, like I'd barely got traction. And now Mm. like when I do Facebook, I can show you the statistics. It's like everyone 35 and up men, women, and it's actually like 80% to 90% women who click on my ads on every single one of the ad campaigns I've run, not even just my personal ones, but it's mostly the matriarchs of the family who are booking and mostly the people who are actually like, you know, organizing the family trips and getting everyone together and doing that kind of mom thing. I'm like, it's totally the moms and totally the grandmas are like, you know, the proponents for who's booking and so like the customer you can't technically advertise to just women you can't technically advertise to anyone outside of the 18 to 65 plus range because of the housing criteria you have to advertise anything the real estate is involved with including short-term renting of a short-term renting of a real estate you have to keep it under the housing criteria because that was something that hud came down on facebook in 2018 there was a huge huge shuffle with the SEC and a lot of issues around advertising guidelines. And so before it was like, we could pick people based on their income. levels. I could pick people based on the things that they like. Now you just have to be a little bit more creative. And so I'm like, Hmm, how do I find the people that actually want to book this stuff and have the money to book this stuff, especially for my crystal beach property. I'm like, I want to charge top dollars. So like, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, well, I advertise a lot in Houston and Chicago. I do a lot of uh, advertising directly to Dallas for my crystal beach property. I do uh, like the advertising to like different places, but even to talk to you a little bit about that, it's like I, I do the giant state first of whatever the short-term rental is in. So the entire state. And then I look at the data after 10 days or after two weeks, I'm like, oh, okay. So like in this city, there's like all of these clicks in this city, there's all these clicks. This is great. I'm going to target these two cities. And then I target those cities. I spend less money overall. I'm not going around the whole state, but then I'm not really getting some of those rural people but I'm getting the higher interest locations that have people that need a vacation. And it's like, it's been a really interesting ride finding out this stuff. That's so cool, man. Well, I want to be conscious of your time and everybody here. Um, mm-hmm. so we, we've got a few questions. And then yeah. after we answer a few questions that everybody's typed in, I want to yeah. 
have you kind of plug your book, your services, things that you do. Oh, sure, yeah. This is, a, this is a lot of valuable content here. And by the way, you and I have been going back in email and I want to do some business with you. I got some <laughs> cool stuff too um, that I want to chat with you about as well. Like, wouldn't mind having you come in. I'm, pl- I'm planning on doing a five-star STR success social hour um, nice. uh, one evening here in Atlanta. And then I'll probably be starting my short-term rental success seminars up again. So I'd love to have you come in town and I'd be more than happy to you know, incur the cost of the plane and stuff. So uh, oh, that's super kind of you, man. Thank you. Yeah, let's do this thing. Let's go through some of these questions here. All right. So we've got Kyle Caldor asking, are your ads getting direct bookings or, or what is he saying? Are your ads getting direct bookings or through Airbnb and VRBO? You said you're getting mostly all of this through direct booking, right? Uh, so I do Airbnb mostly is what I, I focus my ads on. Um, oh, actually, yeah. I don't have my direct booking site up yet. And I personally don't like uh, the Verbo clientele because they don't leave reviews immediately. And so I found that through Verbo yeah. and Airbnb, like I get 30% are booking through Verbo. They're great people, but they're not really that interested in being very vocal about it. They're not like the people who are Airbnb enthusiasts who are like, I'm going to leave a huge review. And actually, I use the reviews from my Airbnbs in the text for my ads. And so mm-hmm. like, I find which review is the best review, and then I promote those reviews. It's, it's really kind of strange, but I, I dump everyone in Airbnb. And what that does is it also manipulates my rank position on Airbnb, so that way I'm always on page one when people search in the areas I'm in. Nice. All right. So we've got David Greiner asking, what is Mike's YouTube channel? <laughs> And I don't even know. So like I have a YouTube channel for my own personal stuff. Uh, it's like Mike Devious. Um, but I have uh, Better Than Awesome is my company that I started like uh, right before the pandemic. And uh, I, I really, I've, through all this process, I was like, okay, I need to start something new. So I just bought stradvertising.com. And so ultimately, if they want to go to stradvertising.com, they'll find my YouTube video. And ultimately, it's like I have a 37-minute video walking people through how to do this stuff themselves. It's a little bit of a rush job. I'm a filmmaker, right? I was like, well, it's not art, it's advertising. But at the same time, I didn't really want to even like charge people for it. I was like, look, this is going to have to be something I just try and teach people how to do. I've had success in the past where I create a YouTube channel for other people, but I've never really focused on mine. Um, but yeah, if you go to stradvertising.com, you'll pop into my landing page on bettertheawesome.com and you can click into my YouTube channel there and you can come around. I've done film commercials, music videos, all sorts of crazy things. But at the end of the day, I focused on social media uh, marketing from like 2008 on. So I'm like one of the guys who first started using Instagram for video and all these different things. And I had to figure out how to use these different mechanisms. Um, But yeah, YouTube is something I haven't really focused any time and effort energy into. Uh, But I will grow it. I'm going to put up a lot of more tips and tricks and, and a lot more learnings, especially like case studies wise. So yeah, follow me, subscribe. I'm happy to share things, reach out. Uh, very accessible. Excellent. Excellent. So we've got, uh, we'll go through two or three more questions. Um, sure. All right. So let's see. Ramel Javier says, interesting to hear that Facebook has a target demographic and that's where he is focusing on. It's smart. Well, that's a comment. Yeah, it is smart. Uh, let's see. So he also says, I am not into social media advertising. I need to find someone and you do this. Uh, you do these ads for people, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've been uh, I've been running ads for for folks who have short term rentals, and uh, usually it's a process. I've even like filled out 
I've created like a Google form that basically people can fill out like all the pertinent information, like, you know, what's their Airbnb link or the link they want me to direct book to, uh, the actual address, what they call the property, the things they like about the property. So I have like a little form that I just, I email people with like a, how to add me to their ad accounts and all these little processes. And I've honed this over months that, you know, it's still growing. It's, it's all mm-hmm. kind of shoestring and Frankenstein together, but the core end of it, uh, yeah, I, I've been trying to help people as much as possible. And I'm trying to teach people how to do it, but the people who just need me to run it, I'm like, yeah, I can, I'm glad to eat more. I'm glad to feed the, the family more and keep all those things going. Definitely yeah. have had like more success doing this than uh, I've even made with video games this year. So I'm like, this is a crazy new business that I'm like, I should just pay more attention and do more of these things because mm-hmm. it's fun for me. I like advertising. I like the science behind it figuring out what makes people click on things. I'm like, this is great. And then I love sharing that with people. And also like with their properties, I'm like, I can see some amazing properties. I'm like, you guys have beautiful stuff. Like people put so much time, effort and attention to like what goes into the experience of the Airbnbs or Verbos or really any of these short-term rentals that they've, they've built up or even just started into. It's like, man, there's people got to see more of them. And if you just let the the Airbnb or the Verbo or you know, any of the sites that you're on might just be the only place where you're doing marketing. It, it's it's rough because then you're only getting like a certain level of people. I can see like on charts and I can share this with your group. Essentially, like uh, I, I can see where my line of views greatly goes above and beyond. Like I have like 9,990 more views on average than any other property in my listing in Crystal Beach area. And you can see like even when I turn my ads off, the views go down to where everyone else's are at. And I turn back on, they go skyrocketing back up. And it's like, this is a little unfair. But I mean, like, I'm doing this stuff to succeed and, and build it up. And we've been able to bring in like $115,000 in bookings this year for a Crystal Beach property. And we just started running it February like 12th or 11th or something like that. And it's been like, you know, stressful, but we've learned a lot. We've been doing a lot of the orphan night thing where we run ads, but then we price manipulate where it's not getting bookings during the weekdays to get a little bit of that sweet spot. And people are like booking to fill our calendars hundred percent. So I mean, like, yeah, if people need help, I'm happy to guide them. I'm happy to teach them, happy to take it on if they want to pay me for it. Uh, by all means, I'll happily uh, consult with people and show them how to do it. And usually with people working with me, it's like they work with me for a few months at a time for longer. But even if people like work with me for like three months, then ultimately like I'm getting them ads that they can just turn on and turn off. Oh, and yeah. it could be one of those things they just like set it and forget it. And then they're like, Hey, Mike, I need help. And then they re-engage with me. And so like, I've had people yeah. say, Hey, I'm not getting stuff right now. The season's over. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, by all means, you should just be able to turn these on when you want them. And you know, it's cool. But like yeah. other digital marketing agencies are like, you need me and you can't do this without me. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, you guys are capable. This is easy for me because I've been doing it for like a decade. And it's like, it's something that I can ramp you up with and I can feel confident that I can teach you the methods and the tricks and the the ways of doing it. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a slog and it takes time. Like I said, it takes me like five to 10 hours and I'm like, I'm doing this every time I build a new ad, it's like a bunch of time. But ultimately with this, everyone can do this if they have the time effort. That's what I learned. Even spending big budgets. If you have the time and effort, you can accomplish anything. Yeah, I, I have a feeling you're probably going to get a lot of uh, uh, messages after this. You might have a hundred new <laughs> yeah, clients cool. or more. Um, I've got a yeah. I got a VA I just hired, so I can yeah. I can send people like through them, and it's cool. I'll, I'll be able to handle stuff, and we can help people, so it's good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, let's uh, well let's wrap up with this. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more questions that comes in the group. If you feel that you have the time to answer a few of them, great. Yeah. If, if uh, not, I understand. I know you're a busy person, but. Um, Obviously, you've got the strvertising.com. 
better than awesome.com. Your YouTube is better than awesome and Mike devious. Um, where else can people find you? Uh, so I have a Facebook group I started because I was kind of tired of not being able to share all these tips and tricks in other people's Facebook groups because they're like, hey, this is not complying with our policies. I'm like, share them in my I just name. want you to know this Crazy. stuff. Yeah. And so like <laughs> I, I started um, uh, was short-term rental marketing advice powered by BTA. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a long name. But ultimately, uh, it's been growing pretty well. And it's uh, it's a free space. People can share their Airbnb listings like crazy, like get feedback, talk to people about different tactics. Uh, I'm like, you know, yeah, do everything except for promoting the free PlayStation 4 that you want to sell. I'm like, come on. But like, yeah. you know, keep it short-term rental stuff. But like, let's talk about every part of it. And so yeah. there's there's that. People can find me. I'm just uh, Facebook slash Mike dot Denman. Yeah. So ultimately, if they want to reach out with me that way, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm Mike at betterthanawesome.com is my uh, my current email. But also, I just started the stradvertising.com too. So I think I have to set that email up, but it'll be Mike at stradvertising.com. And then you ultimately also have with, a book, right? You wrote a book. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, so I, I found like it was funny. I was going to New York in June and uh, I like woke up on a nap halfway through the flight. I was like, I should just start writing all this stuff I've been telling people on Facebook down and I should publish it as a book. I've worked in marketing and I've helped people write books for marketing purposes for a long time, but I've never done it for myself. And so then when I got back from New York, I stayed up all night and I finished my book and I published it like 11 in the morning on Amazon. And then ever since then, it's like been one of those things that like people are like, oh, I love how condensed it is, how short and sweet. It's like 37 pages right now. But I have a lot more stuff I'm going to put into a second version of it that's going to be in there. I put it so that way if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can write it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a need to buy it, you can buy it. It's like really thin. It's adorable. I have one on my shelf. I'm like, this is great. But ultimately, it's with a lot of the how-tos without a lot of the fluff. And I started like my real estate journey like even back in the 90s, going to those seminars. with like, real estate investors, pay us this $600 to buy these... <laughs> audio tapes or the videotapes. Remember those things, right? Oh, it's like, yeah. you know, those like those little like, you know, uh, schemes or whatever. So I was like, this is like, this is how to rip people off with stuff. And that's why I was like, I believe in the free entertainment of education. And ultimately, yeah. if I can give people enough, like the Zig Ziglar mentality, if I can help people get what they want, then I will inherently get what I want. And yeah. what I want is really for people to succeed. And yeah, I can make some money and we can all win out of these things. And so I think that that's very pretty fun. But my book is... Um, how to excel at short-term rental marketing. Uh, and you can find it on Amazon. I think it's like 1997. Uh, if you buy it by like the actual book, uh, again, if you, uh, just want to read it or what have you, uh, you can do Kindle unlimited. So that way, if you already got Amazon prime, usually people got that, uh, they can just like dive into it on their eBooks, on their phones. Most of the stuff in there is in my video and most of the stuff in there, you can just find for free on my YouTube. Uh, but I found that I'm like the only person who has published a book about this topic. I'm the only YouTube video about doing this stuff. And everyone's like hiding back all of the ways to do it. They're like, oh, you have to engage with my business to get into my funnel. And then you get the secrets after paying me all this money. And I'm like, yeah, I like money. It's cool. But it's not the way in which I'm really, you know, going to keep yeah. things from people that succeed, right? Oh, yeah. Well, so here's what we're going to do is first three people that um, text me on my community app. By the way, this is not like live texting. I'm not going to continue to keep texting <laughs> back and forth. This is just... Uh, to start engaging with community. But person that the first three people that text Mike Denman book, D-E-N-M-A-N, uh, Mike Denman book to 404-341-2897. Again, 404-341-2897. I will buy you a copy and send it to you. 
Yeah, I can even send them the e- ebook so we can get it to them right away without any shipping too. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to pay for it for you. Um, yeah. Or or if you have an ebook, we can do that. Whatever whatever works. Yeah. But the first three people that text us, give me cool. a few days. I am working with one virtual assistant right now. Um, <laughs> uh, Chris and Nicole are handling my short-term rental business as always. And uh, we are growing this out. Uh, you know, slowly, but Mike, thank you so much, man. Did, uh, I'm going to read your book and I, I am going to work with you. And then I'd love to have you feel free to, if everybody's calling us spam, feel free to add value in our group. I think yeah. our group would love it because we love constant content and um, I'm okay with you doing a selfless promotion every once in a while too. Cool. Well, I, I will absolutely share in your group. And I'll, I'll be available in the comments throughout the day. Uh, I've got a slam day, but I've always got a little time here and there. And I use Facebook as part of my funnel to help people understand how to you know, engage with this kind of stuff. And yeah, it's scary. It's weird. And it's okay to ask questions. So if you guys have any kind of real, like I'm stuck moments, like don't hesitate. No question is off limits. Seriously, don't feel afraid to ask questions that you're like, oh, I'm going to feel like an idiot. It's like, it's all good. I literally will have no idea on some things and I'll find out and I can help you with it. And then the things I do know, I'll share it. I do have one last question for you. Since you yeah, said of that. course. You and I are the same age. Uh, we talked about that before we went live. How is your beard, your, your beard uh, dark brown and mine's white? Mine went past <laughs> gray and went straight to white. I don't get it. Uh, man, there? so uh, I stopped drinking alcohol like eight years ago and I didn't grow any facial hair before that at all. And uh, I, I literally like I I have grays all over here, but I've had a mohawk for a long time, so I don't even see that stuff. But then I have like a little bit of grays going on the sides. I've got a little bit in my my handlebar mustache, but you know it's like it's it's a little bit of a thing. My dad he's seventy four and just started really going silver, so like I have like some good genes about the hair stuff. I was expecting to go bald, but luckily I'm like receding around the mohawks. So I'm like this is fine, it's all good. Yeah. I'm happy about it. <laughs> I did go bald. I did go bald. I uh, I've had three hair transplants. What <laughs> looks so great, I man? Something. I couldn't even tell. <laughs> it's all real. It's just transplanted from the sides to the top. Um, I got Oof. enough um, to feel you know decent, I guess, about myself. Yeah, I did. Looking feel good, man. Look good. <laughs> That's uh, well, cool, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks We're, for having me. Yeah, man. This is going to be on the podcast, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening to it live stream, everybody, or watching it live stream. But it's going to be on the podcast next Friday. And uh, FYI, the next Friday's Superhost interview is my buddy, Eric Carrico, who is oh, yeah. creating a um, eight-unit hotel in Kentucky on the Bourbon Trail. And he's also got about six to seven homes all over the uh, um, Bourbon Trail as well. So we're going to be talking to him next week. And uh, stay tuned for more and more content, everybody. Thank you again, Mike. Boom. Thank you so much. Appreciate being uh, so inviting and generous, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate the question. All right, let's cool. make sure we are not live streaming anymore, but I think we are. It's everybody okay if we are. It's cool. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we can do, we can do the uh, ramble on, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was awesome. A lot of value. And um, um, yeah, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to get you to do my own. I guess you guys get to listen to this because I, I cannot figure out how to shut it off right it, now. It's fine. But it, <laughs> it's I'm going to get you to do some social media marketing for me. And I, um, you know, I, I do have some really cool stuff in, in store. Oh. I, mean, I, I need to find uh, you know a tribe of people that want to help walk it out with me. But what I what yeah. I don't like about um, just marketing in real estate is 
everybody's an influencer. Everybody's trying to create these crazy events and going hardcore about this and that. Everybody's like a money, like uh, they're lynching money. And, you know, you know, I know, and I respect that if they got something to add value there, you know, you should make money because you're giving great content to the world. And I think, uh, you know, I hope to monetize this one day and we got some ideas, uh, but it's going to be completely different. Uh, You know, we do have a community. I'm building an app out with a company uh, called Circles. And we're going to have a deep dive, long form content, uh, multiple days a week. Uh, I'm going, I'm going into full-time personal branding now. I'm pretty much semi-retired in real estate. I've flipped homes for 19 years. We've got 25, 24 short-term rentals, um, making large profits every time we sell these houses. So good. 31. So I'm, I'm just going all into personal branding, but my goal is to have a deeper dive, uh, um, community. And we're going to bring people into our own app and do lives, bring in, you know, uh, teachers, you know, like yourself, maybe to come in, help pay, uh, content to help pay for, you know, teaching fees to, to content creators like yourself within this community and have a deal tank, man. People like assessing deals. They don't know if it's a smart deal. Maybe it's their first property. Uh, so we got that coming up and then on top of Good. that, we've got, uh, we've got some really cool stuff coming up. I'm, I've got some STR socials. Uh, I do want to create that all over the U S I want to do a bounce, uh, a, you know, kind of like a, a meetup, you know, all of a sudden out of yeah. like a one week advance notice. Hey, we're in Denver, Colorado this week. So I got some cool shit. Right? Coming, man. I love it, man. It's guerrilla uh, tactics, man. So That's how I, I did things in my whole career. I have, I have two things I want to add to that. So, uh, so the, the whole social media marketing thing, I wanted to talk about that. This is something that's super important. So if people are still listening, this is great. Yeah, so are. there's people out there that are like, Hey, you got to post on Facebook and Instagram and keep posting all this kind of stuff that takes time. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I, I'm like, I'm really not very active on posting at all. I use my ads to post for me. And so when I run ads, it literally does the job of me posting. But the cool thing about running ads is it literally will tell people when they're on Facebook, whatever the thing I'm posting, instead of when I'm posting on a business page, Facebook ranks business pages and those types of things so low in terms of priority. So you have to scroll through your feed of events and groups and friends and all that stuff before you get the business pages. And by the time people scroll through that stuff, they're like, I don't really care about whatever I'm seeing. But if you do ads, you can have them show up throughout whenever they're looking, wherever they're on. And you don't have to even be engaged with it as, as often. And so it's like, it's a way that I can be like, I'm going to be a little bit lazy. I'm not going to post actively, but I'm running ads and it's actively posting one to two times a day, usually for people huh. when they see it. And then they click on my ads and it does the posting need. And so it right. kind of does all what it has to. Uh, so like, that's at least one thing. And then the other thing is like, I think that really what you're doing with making this a thing that is cool and accessible and, and relatable it's like when Facebook started, they were told to charge people for Facebook. They were told to start advertising for Facebook. And they're like, no, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm going to build it and I'm going to make it grow. And then yeah. I'll bring in the ads when I actually have the value for it. And so like yeah. when you get to the point where you have enough audience and enough community and you've got a lot of people invested, yeah, it's cool to then bring in a little monetization or some sort of advertising yeah. element to then bring it bigger because you yeah. have these people paying attention. And that's what really matters. And it's the community that I think that we've lost a little bit of. And right. I think COVID helped us really like, you know, we've done the screen thing now with people to where we're like, okay, this is how we interact with people. It's how yeah. we do a little bit more. And it's gotten like, okay, we're comfortable with this, but we weren't before, you know, we we're like, oh, this is awkward and weird. But now we can do this stuff. And we're like, yeah, we can actually build rapports and we can become friends. We can have these things. 
And the mm. thing about building the community, especially like with short-term rentals, it's like there's so many people who have so many cool things going on and they've got yep. their own money. They've got their own stuff. And yeah, it's like, you can build these things. You can make money through this stuff. You can build this. You can get deals and make money from those things. You can find people that you want to partner with on things to do syndications. Yep. And like, I have a buddy, he's like, he's doing like multiple dwelling unit syndications in like uh, Detroit or something like that. And it's like, he's like, I'm doing all this now. But like he and I, we ran a company called Better Than Awesome, or pardon me, Team Awesome Seattle, which we did like a film co-op in Seattle. We just had like a bunch of people making a bunch of films together. And we're like, we're not going to take any clients. We're not going to take any money. We're not going to like have any of that kind of thing. We're just going to be like, okay, if you want to work with us, we're going to make your video and make it into a film really cool, but we have full creative control. Then you just got to be a part mm -hmm. of it. And so like the city of Seattle hired us and all these really cool things had happened. And we got really a lot of people working together that hadn't necessarily worked together before. And so like, I've been able to help start people's careers, get people noticed by MTV, HBO, different like TV shows and all sorts of stuff by just making a lot of cool experiences happen. And so That's by awful. you bringing people together, you can bring potential investor partners together. And it's like, you don't yeah. want to limit those things. Just yeah, make it happen. See what connects. I think I think that's for me. It's organically, you know, it's organic content. It's great yeah. content. We will have some deeper dive stuff that people can pay for. It's we're going to charge ninety nine dollars a month. We're going to have our own app. You'll, dude. It's it's really really cool. We're architecting it out that's right awesome. now. Um, and then you know, pay, everybody's paying twenty thousand dollars mentorship fees or ten fifteen thousand dollars mentorship fees, and that's great. But I think people it's not accessible. It's not accessible, and some people just are are introverts, and some people. Um, are um, they can't travel because their jobs or the kids. But what if you had that community, that same community right then and there? And then we have these free pop-up events like an STR yeah. social for, you know, two nights in a row in a certain city. If we're coming to your city near you. It's kind of like, so I'm a big uh, film guy too. I uh, I was wanting to go to school for film, uh, but Atlanta wasn't what Atlanta was uh, now. It now is. <laughs> yeah, it is now. And I'm like, I don't really care. I don't, I don't, I mean, unless somebody want to do a TV show. I mean, I don't even know if I want somebody putting a microphone and a, a telescope up my rear, honestly. But I, at the end of the day, I, I, um, I, I want to just go after this to build this community to just kind of give people like an inside look on what, what stuff really looks like and not the showy stuff, not the like in your face stuff. Like, I think, I think there's a way to do this where, you know, you show people what it's really like versus yeah, the 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 whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going somewhere in my head. I get it all mapped out. We got some cool stuff. I, I, I think I think what you're looking for is it's like it's a true authenticity thing. And yeah. and really, when you when you think about it, it's like you know the the TV, the glam, the glitz, the whatever. I mean, like, come on. It's like there's people who really want to be famous, and like that's cool for them. It's like I'm not doing this because I want to be on any stage or do any sure. kind of like whatevers. I'm literally like, okay, I'll do it because it's important and it needs to happen. Uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm not motivated by that stuff. People are like, oh, you should be on this TV show. I'm like, oh, maybe, but like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I've been on TV and news before. I've been in movies. Yeah. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not really that keen on it. But well, you know, it's it's helpful. Yeah. Well, I think I think for me, like, I was gonna say, I lost my train of thought. Um, I'm like, I feel like I'm the Kevin Smith of of um, <laughs> filmmaking, like. Uh, or the short-term rental industry. Like I, I, I'm just going to do what I feel like is my content that, that helps yeah. people. And you know, he, he travels around like son of a gun. He, he built community. Like those people, like they, they are his, his audience is communal with them and they, they really love the authenticity and he's not afraid to tell some weird shit. And um, it's just, he's just being real. He's been, he's himself. 
I mean, he, he's, he's great. Heart attack, and now uh, he's vegan. He's doing oh, man. Lost all the hundreds of pounds. Like, dude, he's killing it, man. He's just a great dude. I've seen him live. I love it. Anna, he's awesome. I've I've looked up to that guy for a long time, not just as a filmmaker. I mean, he went yeah. like a hundred percent credit card debt to make his first movie, Clerks. Good, and yeah. so, like when he when he really started off, he's like, I'm just going to put everything into it. But he also is like super smart, well read guy. And I saw him live in Seattle, like at one of the the comic cons there, and I was really cool because that guy is accessible like he was oh, like yeah. liking my tweets about him a and he's like dude. interacting with people's tweets i mean like he is in a group of people that are like you know they're dedicated to him because of the fact that he gives them attention and he gives them the space to exist with him and they right. shares in those moments and that's one of the coolest things about it and i think that that's like it's cool that you relate to that guy because it's like yeah. man he's one of the coolest people in the world it's like absolutely oh, yeah, yeah. like hey, I'm sure that we could send this to him and he would watch it. He'd watch it in full. And like, he'd be like, awesome. You know, like, I'm going kind of we'll to edit it and send it to him. I'll have the EVA, <laughs> like cut that, uh, that spot out. Just send it to him. Tell him, uh, we should him. appreciate him. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he's, man. he's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what you're doing is, is incredible. I've looked up to you and what you're accomplishing with this stuff. And I think that like be be you and that's how you build everything out of it. And that's like, oh, yeah. what I realized is like, I had to stop being behind the camera and get a little in front of the camera so people can have a little rapport with me. Cause I'm like, I'm a weird person. I'm a little strange. I mean, like I have a Mohawk and I'm in my forties. I have this like crazy handlebar mustache thing. People are like, look at you. I'm like, yeah, I'm terrified of you looking at me. So I look like this. So you have to look at me. <laughs> and it's like this whole thing where I'm like, I'm manipulating people by them looking at me, but ultimately cow, it's man. because, yeah, it's like, I'm like, I'm just a little nervous about everything. I'm shy. I'm really shy, but I'll, I'll talk to everybody. I'll go on TV. I'll do stages. I'll go in yeah. front of thousands of people and be like, I'll be the first one to even talk about stuff and be like, yeah, because it's like ripping a bandaid off. I'm like, you just got to do this stuff. And especially oh, yeah. because there's people out there who they really benefit from these things that we know. And it's like, it doesn't matter how I feel about it. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. So yeah, someday some people are going to be like, yo, Brandon, I want to do this TV show. It's a reality show. We're just going to follow you around, do these short-term rental conferences that you're doing, all these pop-ups. You're going to get people that are going to do all this stuff and want to be a part of it. And that's, that's their game. They just want to make the thing. And then you just let them. And then by all means, you have another tendril out there bringing people into the business, bringing into your community and you grow and foster the community even further. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh yeah. yeah. So hats off to you, man. You're doing a good job with this. I appreciate appreciate you coming into the community. Uh, I think I'll just let these, uh, these, these discussions after the actual podcast. Mm -hmm. So I think this is organic. It gets people to see the real you, um, not just because <laughs> people see the real me. I actually went outside, not to show off my pool, but I went outside. I kept seeing your blue sun, uh, your your blue sun. Right? I'm like, I'm tired of s- sitting here in my my office, my <laughs> podcast room. I got to get out in the sun, and it feels great. <laughs> yeah, man, sun's good. Uh, but thank you so much for inviting me on those. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it, and I will share a bunch of stuff with the group. And if anyone wants to, you know, reach out or join my group, by all means, uh, I, I'm blessed to have everyone who's uh, paying attention to this stuff and everyone who has received my help and you can ask people, how does it work? Does it work for you? And it's going to, people are going to be like a Venn diagram. Yeah. It's going to work on this part. Now it's going to work on that. But I'm like, you have to have really good photos. You have to have good things. You have to figure out what works and you're going to have things that fail. But like Tony Robbins says, like, you know, you got to fail fast. You got to fail those things. You got to learn from those failures. You got to do it quickly. Otherwise you're not going to really win and succeed. And so, yeah. yeah, it might be my third business. Actually, I'm it's like the short-term rental advertising thing is like really my fifth business. Uh-huh. My third business I've started this year alone. 
I've yeah. got an NFT business that I'm starting with real estate nice. and doing all sorts of stuff. There's a mortgage coin that like a buddy of mine and I are working on. It's like, there's a bunch of things I'm doing, but ultimately at the core of it, I'm like this short-term rental stuff is the, the most fun I've had doing any kind of work. And I'm like slaving away, even like into the nights, building people's ads. And I'm like, check out what we've learned. This is great. Are you getting any bookings? It's, it's been fun. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy kind of experience. Um, but yeah. I won't keep you too long, but this is, yeah, I could talk to you forever, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You seem, you seem like a really awesome guy. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person soon, and uh, I might yeah. fly to Denver. Well, we can have an STR social for people Absolutely. that are in Colorado. Um, I just, I like travel anyway, so I'll hop on a plane and come see you if it's not convenient to come out here. But yeah, man, thank you so much, Mike. And uh, yeah, let's chat soon. Um, yeah. I know, you know, we got some emails going back and forth, so I finally answered it after three weeks. Um, hey, that's cool. It's no worries. It's all good. I'm, I'm here got for my it. boy Chris going to get you some stuff. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, hey, thank you again. And I appreciate everyone listening. And honestly, like if, if people have questions, don't spin your wheels for too long. Ask somebody, you know, don't be afraid to just be like, hey, positive question. Find out if anyone knows, because there's a lot of people who might run into that situation before. And I have run into a lot of them, so I can help out with the advertising. Absolutely. Awesome, man. All right. Take care, bro. Cool. Hey, you guys have a great day. And thanks so much, Brandon. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, by the way, I love your views, dude. I love it. I love it. Show me more <laughs> of the views all the time. Like, I, I was like, I'll watch your Facebook lives. Just like, 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 oh, I could bask in your whole, like, everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, thank you. All right. You guys have a great one. Bye.